Ayo, welcome to a brand new episode of Podcast About Sports. I'm your favorite sports anchor, The Apex. And we back, man. We here. I ain't got really much to talk about. I know, um, <clears throat> I know I'm going to talk, I'm going to do some college basketball stuff, of course. Um, talk a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, the tournament starts. Thursday, so I got I got some time still until I um you know what I'm saying gotta empty out, not empty out, but I gotta you know start out my um my bracketology. You know what I'm saying? I got some time before that, and uh, we gonna get to it. Don't y'all worry about it. We gonna get to it. Um, I'm, I'm gonna just wait until all of the seedings are determined because all of the seedings aren't determined yet. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hold out. We're gonna wait a little bit. So when all of the seedings are determined, that's when I'm gonna do my bracketology. Um there's a couple games today. Uh there's there's a couple games that's coming on tonight. Bucks, Wizards, Kings, Hornets, um, Spurs, Pistons, Knicks, Nets, Clippers, Mavs, Pacers, Nuggets, Grizzlies, Suns, Lakers, Warriors. I'll probably cast that Lakers Warriors game. But um I think Let's talk sports teams real quick, right? We're talking NBA today. Let's talk sports teams. I have been called a Bucks hater, right? And this is very disrespectful, I feel like. This is very disrespectful because... only only reason why I feel like it's disrespectful is because... Um, I'm not a Bucks hater. I don't want to see the Bucks lose. That's a, And that's the thing. See, people feel like I want to see the Bucks lose. I'm a Milwaukee native. I'm from Milwaukee, born in Milwaukee, semi-raised in Milwaukee. Um, but people want to call me a Bucks hater when I'm not a Bucks hater. I don't want to see the Bucks fail. I don't want to see the Bucks lose. The only time I root against the Bucks is if it's LeBron involved. That's it. That's the only time. Outside of that, I'm not rooting against the Bucks. I don't want to see the Bucks fail. I don't want to see the Bucks lose. I provide a perspective. Which people perceive as hate. That's the issue. People perceive it as hate because they're given perspective. So to um so to everybody else, right? To everybody else, right? They can read my tweets, they can listen to my episodes, we can text, be on the phone, all that stuff is being perceived as hate when I'm just giving perspective. Now it's hard to give perspective to a fan base that's not objective. Bucks fans are not objective. But I feel like that's with any fan base. Like, if you're speaking to someone from a city and they only love their city's team, they're not going to be objective. I ain't going to lie. I have no objectivity to the Packers. None. You can't say anything to me about the Packers if you're not a Packers fan. You can't talk to me about the Packers. You cannot. If you don't root for the Packers, if you're not a diehard Packers fan, green and gold till I'm dead and cold, if you can't say that, if you don't live by that, don't talk to me about some of the things that needs to change on Lambeau Field. Don't talk to me about it. I was at Opry Mills Mall yesterday with my fiance, and I'm wearing my I'm wearing a Packers rain jacket, right? And... I think I have my Packers face mask on too. 
and I live here in Tennessee. I live down here in Tennessee. So I'm at Opry Mills Mall, and I be complaining about the Packers and Aaron Rodgers to my fiance all the time. Man, I think it's time for us to trade them, da 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 right? We go to Opry Mills Mall. Somebody sees me wearing my Packer, my, my, my Packer um, merchandise, and they ask me, oh, man, Packer fan. Uh, and I'm like, yeah. They're like, man, what y'all think? What do you think that y'all got to do with Aaron Rodgers? I'm like, hey, we keep him. We keeping him. I'm saying we gotta milk him for everything he got. Now my fiance is looking at me side. I'm like, that's not what you be saying at home. But see, here's the thing though. I'm not talking about in-house problems with outsiders. That's not happening. I put on for my team. I'm not talking about in-house problems with outsiders. That's not happening. You are a Tennessee uh Titans fan. So if I'm talking about what's going on on Lambeau Field. What's going on in Packers organization? Hey, to you, everything's fine. Now, if I'm talking to family, and when I say family, I mean my green and gold family. If I'm talking to my family, yeah, 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 let's, let's talk about this and that. In-house problems aren't for outsiders. You don't get, you're not privy to that information. Absolutely not. Man, we're going to keep them, nigga. Now what? Talk to me now. Talk to me now. We keeping them now. Now, now, you know, Tennessee Titan fans are salty because we got their little coordinator coach as our head coach. And we made it all the way to the conference finals. Y'all motherfuckers couldn't even make it out of the goddamn uh, 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 first round and shit, man. Get out of here with that, dog. Don't talk to me about my Packers. Worry about your goddamn Titans, nigga. Don't worry about my Packers, boy. In-house problems. Are to stay away from outsiders. Let's keep it a bean. Now, like I say, man, with the Bucks fans, right? With the Bucks fan base. I am not about to sit up here and hate and hope that the Bucks lose. I don't want the Bucks to lose. I want them to win a championship at some point. I will root for the Bucks wholeheartedly when LeBron retires. LeBron's my favorite player. And see, and here's another thing too with me in the NBA, right? I don't have a favorite team. I just have a favorite player. Back when D-Wade was playing, LeBron and Dwayne Wade were my two favorite players. So I was rooting for the Heat, and I was rooting for the Cavaliers. They went to the same team. Oh, great. Perfect. Now I ain't got to be split down the middle. I can just root for the Heat. LeBron leaves. Goes back to the Cavs. D-Wade goes to the Bulls. I didn't root for the Bulls. You know why? Because after D-Wade left and went to the Bulls or got traded, whatever it was, I was thinking to myself, D-Wade need to be retiring. That was my whole thought process. I'm like, he need to be retiring. He went back to Miami, did his farewell tour. All right, cool. Dwayne Wade going down in history as the third greatest shooting guard of all time. Bet. Bet, 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 bet. Cool. But I wasn't rooting for the Bulls when he was over there because I'm like, Wade need to be retiring at this point. Now, LeBron with the Lakers, LeBron with the Cavs, LeBron with the Heat, LeBron back with the Cavs, whatever. I'm rooting for LeBron wherever he go. That's it. Now, if he had went to Golden State, I remember a lot of people were talking about that at one point, that he could end up in Golden State. I don't know if I could root for him then because I just don't like Steph Curry. I really don't. He is the greatest shooter I've ever seen, but I do not like that little ass nigga, man. I do not like him. But um, but I, I've learned because of I've learned because of Kobe 
to appreciate the greatness that is in front of us. But I still just don't like that nigga, dog. I really don't. So anyway, um, I'm having conversations with my brother, right, through text message. He's a huge Bucks fan. He's just a huge Wisconsin fan. Brewers, Badgers, Bucks, Packers. He's Wisconsin everything. He's been living in Denver for like 12 years, it seems like. I think it actually has been 12 years. He's been living in Denver now. Um, but see, the thing is this with me, right? We're having this conversation. Whenever we start talking about Bucks, and I try to give some um, perspective, um, some objectivity, I guess you could say, I try to give some of that, he is always met with pushback every time. And he takes it as hate. When it's like, no, I'm trying to give you a perspective. So we're sitting up here arguing about Chris Middleton. I don't know why. We're sitting up here arguing about Chris Middleton. And then I'm I'm telling him, he, Giannis, no, the conversation isn't on Giannis. It's not about Giannis, right? Because I think it's self-explanatory that Giannis needs help in Milwaukee. It's self-explanatory. Now, I remember my cousin was saying on Twitter that, he was talking. My cousin never doesn't even respond to me on Twitter anymore. But see, the thing is this, right? He said, "Oh man, like, um, oh man, like, the uh, the Bucks have enough. The Bucks have enough, right?" I was like, "No, no, they don't. Actually, they're they're not going to win a championship this year. Like, they're just not." And I had said that the worst thing that has ever happened to the Bucks. And the Bucks fan base and the Bucks organization was Kawhi Leonard and the Raptors winning a championship. So when I told my brother that, he was like, man, Steph was playing by himself. KD was hurt. Clay got hurt. Draymond trash. Da, 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 right? And I was like, yeah, but see, here's the thing. Nostalgia doesn't care about the storyline. It only shows you the results. So the only thing people are going to see that... The Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson, Steph Curry lost to the fucking Raptors and Kawhi Leonard. That's all that they're going to see. That's all that the results are going to show. That's it. That's all nostalgia is going to show to the six, the North. Toronto, T.O. That's all that they care about is that they did win. They don't care that Kevin Durant hurt his Achilles. No, he re-injured his Achilles in the game. What was that? Game three? I think game two, they were in Toronto when that happened. Maybe it was game three. Game three, he re-injured his Achilles, right? Toronto Raptors fans cheering, clapping, da 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 they, They're not going to remember that. They're going to remember Kawhi Leonard winning finals MVP and winning the championship. That's what they're going to remember. That's what they're going to remember is that. They're going to remember Kawhi Leonard hitting that... Um, fadeaway bank shot off the glass and Joel Embiid crying. That's what they're going to remember. They're going to remember Kawhi Leonard dunking on Giannis in the Eastern Conference Finals. That's what they remember. That's what they're going to remember is that. They don't care about none of the other shit. They don't care. Because that's what nostalgia does. Nostalgia is going to show you the results. It's not going to show you the storyline. It's not going to show you all the other shit. I remember going out to strip clubs, having a time of my life. But if I think hard enough, I can remember the times where I went in there and uh, 
spent money, spent more money than I needed to, and I was broke for the next two weeks until I got paid again. My nostalgia is going to remind me of the time where I drunk so much Jägermeister, I started throwing up while I was in the bathroom, and I didn't see one naked woman while I was there that night because I was too sick. Nostalgia isn't going to bring that to my mind. Nostalgia is going to be like, nah, going to the strip clubs was fun. That's all nostalgia is going to show me. That's it. That's all nostalgia is going to show me. So, with that being said, right, that's all that nostalgia is showing to uh, Raptors fans. We don't care that Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson didn't play and that we could have actually got swept in that finals if they didn't get hurt. We don't care because we won it. We won it in six games on top of that. We're the best. We were the first Eastern Conference team to win a championship since 2016. Talk to me nice. Talk to me nice. That's what they're going to say. And it's going to be a while before another Eastern Conference team will. Well, Brooklyn could do it. Brooklyn could do it. Um, so, like, I, I think that it's just important that people recognize and people identify the fact that all of these things are happening with the Bucks organization, right? Chris Milton cannot be your second or third option on your team to win a championship. I'm sorry. He can't be. Chris Middleton isn't even a third option. He shouldn't be your third best player on your team. You know what? I take that back. If Chris Middleton is your third option, I'll take that. Because <clears throat> I had to think if he was on the Lakers. Now, like, that made me really like, damn, Chris Middleton will be a, a great third option on the Lakers. That would be a nice little third option. Okay, I take that back. I, I I take that back. He can be a third option. I take that back. But he should not be your second best player, though. I will stand on that. Chris Middleton should not be your, uh, your second best player. He should not. Because I'm sitting up here thinking, especially with Anthony Davis out, I'm like, if Chris Middleton and LeBron was playing, okay, that would be nice. All right, all right. I take that back. My apologies to Chris Middleton. My apologies to the Bucks organization and the Bucks fan base. My apologies. Chris Middleton is a good third option. He is. He's a good third option. But God help you if he's your second option. God help you. God help you. Oh, uh, he's an all-star. Uh, he was an all-star this year. So, And Chris Middleton wasn't hurt either. So, like, God help you if he's your second option. You saw what happened. You get put out in the second round in five games. And he had a phenomenal game four. An unbelievable game four. So I posed this question to my brother. I don't know what his response is. Did he even respond back? Oh, he did. If you take Chris Middleton off of that team and put Damian Lillard, where are the Bucks? A lot of people will say on top of the East. I would agree. If Damian Lillard was on that team with the uh, when Giannis went down against the Heat, do the Bucks with Dame Lillard instead, not with, but instead of Chris Middleton, instead of Chris Middleton, do the Bucks win that? Do the Bucks win that second round game against the Heat? If Damian Lillard is there instead. 
of Chris Middleton. Like, and it's crazy because you, you, you look and you see some of these players, man, like, I don't know. Anyway, Dame, Dame would have been enough for the Bucks to at least extend that series and to even win that series. You know Giannis went down with his ankle injury. I don't know if Giannis was done for the rest of the postseason or not. I don't know. But if Dame was on that team. So, my brother, right, he replies back to me, right? Because I had said, uh, where was I at? Because I asked him about the whole Damian Lillard being on the Bucks instead of Chris Middleton. And he was like, uh, you can say that about any team. If you replace Giannis with, what was his name, Jeremiah Grant on the Nuggets, the Nuggets would probably beat the Lakers. Uh, that's never in their argument. Which is true. I mean, yeah, if you take one superstar, put one other superstar. But see, the difference is this, though. I replaced a star with a superstar in Damian Lillard. Tavares, my brother, replaced a pretty good, valuable player in Jeremiah Grant, who's not a star or a superstar, not even an all-star. With a two-time MVP who also won Deuce Player of the Year. So you're looking at the Nuggets who had Jamal Murray, uh, Nikola Jokic, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Going against LeBron and Anthony Davis. Of course the Nuggets win that. Of course. But I replaced Chris Middleton with Damian Lillard in a series where Giannis got hurt. You see the difference? Do you see how... People don't have how people who only root for their state's teams don't have perspective at all. They lack perspective. And you know what? Let me not even say that. Having a sports argument with someone about their favorite team, you're not going to get an honest answer out of them. Just like if you argue with someone who has their favorite player. Like... I don't know if I could be 100% honest on LeBron on things. I don't know. Maybe I'm too biased. But, like, speaking to somebody with their favorite team, they're not going to be biased. Like, the argument that my brother made was completely moot compared to what I made. I said, take Chris Middleton off and put Damian Lillard on. He said, take off Jeremiah Grant, who was probably that team's third best player, and replace him with a two-time MVP. So there's Jokic, Jamal Murray, and Giannis. Of course that team. Now, what my brother should have said was, okay, replace Jokic with Giannis. But he didn't. He chose their third option player to replace him with Giannis, a two-time MVP. You see how that that, that doesn't make any sense. That, that argument makes no sense. So, um, and he said Chris Middleton is a star, and I had someone, you know, say I am walking that back. Chris Middleton... Chris Middleton is not a star, though, man. He's an all-star. He goes, no, valuable player to all-star to, to star to superstar. I don't think Chris Middleton is a star. He's an all-star, though. Like, he should be a consistent, consecutive all-star. He should be. But he has to play up to it. He said superstars are Giannis, Braun, Anthony Davis, Steph Curry. So I asked him this, right? I was like, but let, let's not do this. You know you would jump over joy is Steph Curry and Bradley Bill Jordan Giannis. 
And he said that's the only way to compete. I said, okay, yeah, that's true. And he says this, if a small market team can draft and develop their own superstar like the Bucks did Giannis, there's no way to attach someone because there's no one to join. Whereas the Lakers and Heat can draft terribly, but yet still pull a small market superstar away because of the city. But the Heat hasn't been able to do that since LeBron. So, what are we talking about? The same coach is still there. The same ownership is still there. It's still Mickey Arison and um, Pat Riley. Coach Spolstra is still the coach. But what superstar have they brought over? Jimmy Butler isn't even a superstar. He's a star. And Jimmy Butler didn't become a star until he got to Miami. Nobody cared where Jimmy Butler was going. Jimmy Butler going to Miami didn't move the needle for anybody. It was like, oh, by the way, Jimmy Butler went to Miami. Okay. Nobody thought that his first year with Miami, he was going to take them to the finals. Nobody saw that coming. So now because of that, he's a star. He didn't go into that situation as a star. Who has the Miami Heat gotten from free agency that that was just so, oh my God, since LeBron and Bosch went? Nobody. So I, I don't know why he brought up the Heat. Because the Heat... Now, even in free agency this past, free, they didn't get anybody. They're still the same team. And look at them. They're not even in the playoff picture. I, I don't understand why he brought up the Heat. And he said that the Lakers can draft terribly, but they know that they're going to get free agents. Again, what free agents have the Lakers gotten? Oh, LeBron and Anthony Davis? What about when Kobe was playing? Who did they get then? An old-ass Steve Nash, a, a played-out Dwight Howard? I mean, I guess, no. Because they traded for Pau Gasol. Because so, they had Marcus Gasol and traded him for Pau. So you can't even say, well, Ron Artest, and he became Metal World Peace? Is that who we're talking about? Like, like, let's really think about that. What free agents have the Lakers actually gotten in their history? Kareem, Shaq, Wilt Chamberlain, Jerry West. Okay, so all of that happened in before the 2000s. They drafted Kobe. They got Carl Malone, but he was old and washed. They got Gary Payton, but he ain't have much left in the tank. Okay, so let's move on. Oh, yeah, and then they also had Dennis Rodman, but he was washed. Okay, so let's move on. Shaq leaves. The Lakers suck. Um, then they drafted Marcus Gasol and traded for Pau Gasol. Okay, cool. They go get Lamar Odom in free agency. Okay. Like, they, they haven't gotten superstar free agents. The Lakers, besides Shaq, and like I said, Will Chamberlain, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Jerry West. But when did they ever get superstar free agents? Pau Gasol, a superstar? Not even for the early 2000s, buddy. Not even in the early 2000s was Pau Gasol a superstar. He was a star. Kobe Bryant, they drafted and traded. He actually got 
drafted to the Charlotte Hornets, and then he got traded to the Lakers. And then they got LeBron, and and not even Anthony Davis. They had to trade to get Anthony Davis. So what 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 is my brother talking about? They don't get superstar free agents like that. The, the, in the way that people try to make it seem. They try to trade for Chris Paul and the NBA stopped it. So what 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 is what is he talking about? They don't get superstar free agents like that. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, and see, that's something that a lot of people got to understand, too. Like, these superstars don't be making, like, free agent moves like that. Like, LeBron going to a different team was was crazy because you don't see that happen. And then Kevin Durant went to the to the Warriors. But that doesn't happen a lot. Now, oh, now Kevin Durant in Brooklyn with Kyrie. Right? Okay. And then they had a trade to get James Harden. Kawhi went to Toronto through a trade. Matter of fact, Kevin Love went to Cleveland through a trade. Kevin Garnett went to Boston through a trade. And I think Ray Allen went through free. One of them went through free agency. I think it was Ray Allen. And then KG got traded. And then Ray Allen went through free agency. Like these superstars moving through free agency is not as common as people are making it sound like it's happening in today's time. A lot of these people are getting moved through trades. Now, are they strong holding their team and telling them the only way that I w- that you can trade me is if you trade me to this team? Yeah, that's happening. But through free agency? Nah, it's not really happening like that. It's not really moving like it's not moving like that. So anyway, let me move on, right? So then I asked him this, because he had said, you know, small market teams can draft and develop a superstar like Giannis, but then they it's hard for them to get a star next to their, their star developed player, right? So I said, okay, answer me this. Go think back to ten years ago. If Bron cause he has this whole thing about super teams and Super teams have ruined the NBA, right? Okay, so cool. Think back ten years ago. If Brian and Wade went to if Brian and Wade and Chris Bosch went to Milwaukee, would you be upset by that? Would you have been upset by that? And he said that's hypothetical. They wouldn't have joined forces in Milwaukee. So he avoided to answer that question truthfully and honestly because he know I would have made a point. You would have been happy. You would have been, and Tavares, I hope you're listening. You would have been jumping up and down if Chris Bosh, LeBron James, and Chris Bosh, if Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and LeBron James went to Milwaukee. You would have been jumping up and down. Man, Milwaukee on the way. Then you would have people coming to you 
Man, no, nah, because LeBron had to make a super team in Milwaukee. Man, no, nah, because Boston got a super team. Ain't nobody talking about them. Man, Kobe trying to trade Chris Paul and da-da-da. You would have been doing all of that. You would have been doing all of that. You avoid to answer the question by saying it's hypothetical because you know I would have made a point. So you avoid to answer the question. You would have been happy, dog. We all would have been. And it's okay. See, the thing is this. Fans of teams who teams don't have super teams hate super teams. But let your team have a super team. You would have been jumping up in joy. You know what? I remember the talks that the Packers could have gotten Randy Moss. We would have had Randy Moss and Brett Favre. Would you have been mad at that super team? Probably not. What about when the Packers won the Super Bowl? When it was Brett Favre, Gilbert Brown, Reggie White. Sterling Sharp, Dorsey Levins. When we had that super team, that wasn't a problem then. What about when the Bucks had a super team with Ray Allen, Sam Cassell, Tim Thomas? That was a super team for the for the late nineties. That was a super team. Oh, but you didn't have a problem with that then. Now, granted, a lot of them got drafted. Granted, granted. A lot, of, a lot of them got drafted. Granted. What about the Brewers? When they went and signed CC Zabathia? Oh, no, but that doesn't count, right? That's not a super team. Nah. Nah, nah, that doesn't count. Through free agency, arguably getting the best pitcher of his time. Nah, but no, that doesn't count, right? Nah, of course not. See, people hate super teams when it doesn't benefit their team. And you know why we don't consider those Bucks teams, that Brewers team, a super team? Because we have no hardware to show for it. So they're not considered a super team. Those are super teams. If you were coming into Milwaukee, you were losing. That's just what it was. You're losing. Tracy McGrady, my brother loves telling this story. Tracy McGrady running his mouth. Talking about Big Dog is just a puppy, right? Then what happened to the Magic? They got put out by the Bucks. What happened, to, what happened that year? Didn't the Bucks make it to the Eastern Conference Finals that year? Yeah, they did. And then they lost to the Nets. Interesting. But they're not a super team, though. Huh. Okay. Okay. The Brewers didn't win the World Series. But that was a super team. But nah, nah, nah. We ain't gonna talk about that though. That's fine. See, if you're a fan of a team and super teams are beating down your team, you hate super teams. And then if your team doesn't win a championship, then you regret, then you will say it's not a super team. See, super team give this negative connotation that you that y'all had to cheat to win. Fam, we have the roster space and the money. Don't be mad at us. And that's what I will say to people who are fan of teams in small markets. Don't be mad at those teams because they have roster space and they have money to spend and they have um ownership that's willing to spend it. That's another thing. The Knicks have all the money in the fucking world. But they're not willing to spend it. The Knicks is a large market. That's a big market city and a big market team. 
but they have an owner who doesn't want to spend the money. If the Bucks had New York Knicks money, if the Bucks had LA Lakers money, if the Bucks had Chicago Bulls money, y'all will be pissed off that they didn't go get LeBron. Y'all will be pissed off if they didn't go get Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Y'all will be pissed off if they didn't go get Anthony Davis. Because you got the money. Don't be mad at the teams that have the money and the owners that's willing to spend it. Don't be mad at them. Don't be mad at them. That's not their fault. Y'all missing it. Y'all missing it. So then, I, so then, my brother was talking about all this super team era. That's trash, that's trash, that's trash. And he had said, Dame said, you chumps running from the grind. Keep jumping from team to team. I'm like, and so what I said was, yeah, Dame's not going to win a championship with that mentality. Oh, you don't need help? Okay, well, then you're going to get beat up on. You just won't win a championship. So, so what's he going to go down as? Man, at least he was faithful. You think people are going to say that about Dame Lillard? They're going to say the same thing about Dame Lillard that they said about Charles Barkley. Oh, my! by the way, Charles Barkley left Philly when he didn't have help. He went to Phoenix. Went to the NBA Finals once and lost. Didn't go back. Charles Barkley won the MVP. Didn't win no championship. That's all that they say about Charles Barkley. Yeah, you're an all-time great. You're a top 50 all-time great, but you ain't got no ring, though. Shaq loves throwing that in Charles Barkley's face. You ain't got no ring, though. Even Kenny the Jet Smith got two of them. So they're going to say the same thing about Damian Lillard. Yeah, all that um, I'm loyal to the soil bullshit that you're doing. Yeah, you didn't win a championship, though, Dane. So what was so what what's the real point? You made all the money you wanted, but you didn't win a championship. That's the reason why you sign up to play sports. It's to win a championship. If you want to play the game just for the game, go buy NBA 2K. Because in real life, we're playing to win a chip. So they're going to say the same thing about Damian Lillard. They're going to say the same thing about Russell Westbrook. That they're saying the same thing about Allen Iverson. All that goddamn talent, but not one piece of hardware to show for it. Not one ring to show for it. Fuck is you talking about? And I love my brother dearly, man. That's my big brother. I played basketball, and I wore the same jersey number he wore that he wore in high school. Looked up to my brother uh, sports-wise. But he has this skewed mentality, as far as I hope you're listening, he has this skewed mentality that everything has to work like it does in the 90s, and it doesn't. There's more talent on a broad stroke of things. There's more talent in the NBA than there was back then. Back, in the, back then, you had a superstar and a handful of stars and everybody else. Nick Van Axel was an all-star. And a lot of my younger audience is like, who? Who's Nick Van Axel? Who's that? Nick Van Axel was an all-star, dog. Nick Van Axel was a third-tier player. And y'all don't even know who that is. Gary Payton was a star. Gary Payton. Gary Payton was a star. 
to my audience that's 25 and under. Do y'all know who Gary Payton is? Do y'all know who Sean Kemp is? Well, that was a Super Seattle Supersonics team that made it to the finals that lost in five games to the Bulls back in 96, I think it was. Scottie Pippen wasn't a superstar. He was a star. There was only one superstar in the NBA, and that was Michael Jordan. And then you had stars. Charles Barkley, Scottie Pippen, Hakeem Olajuwon, Alonzo Mourning. No, I don't even think Alonzo Mourning was a star then. Not in the 90s. Not yet. Shaq was a star. Penny Hardaway was a star. Charles Barkley, Hakeem Olajuwon. Uh, was Ray Allen a star by then? When did Ray Allen go to Boston? No, not Boston. I'm sorry. When did Ray Allen go to the Supersonics? What year was that? Like, 04? 03? Well, in the 2000s, early, early 2000s, like, from the year, I'll probably say 99 until 2001 or 2002, 2003, whenever Ray Allen went to Seattle, I don't remember when that was. He was a star in the NBA. Maybe even a superstar. I'll give him that. He was a superstar then. He was a superstar. Back when Ray Allen, a.k.a. Jesus Showsworth. He was a superstar. But um, I'm, I'm trying to think in the early 90s. Clyde Drexler. Uh, Charles Barkley. Clyde Drexler. Shaq. Penny Hardaway. I'm, I'm trying to think of more stars from the early 90s. Chris Mullen. Um. Uh. Well, nah, not Larry Bird, cause that was more eighties, right? Uh, Isaiah Thomas. Um, Joe Dumars. Who else were stars? Um, I said Clyde already. Ooh, he played for Dallas. Can't remember his name though. I can't remember his name. Uh, Pat, uh, uh, Patrick Ewing. He was a star. Like it was one superstar and then stars. That that was the NBA back in the nineties. You had Michael Jordan and then stars and then all star. Like you still had the tiers, but the third tier, which is all star, was low level then. It was a low talent grade even for the third tier. But see, third tier players nowadays, which is the all-star tier, like Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton is not a star. Because Chris Middleton should not be your second option. He shouldn't be your second option. And they have him listed as small for, I'm using him being a shooting guard. But they have him listed as small for now. So that kind of puts him in a different realm of things where Chris Middleton might be the fifth best small forward in the league. Maybe six. And you know what? I'm going to give you all my top five players for each position tomorrow. This episode is running a little bit long than I really wanted it to. But this, again, like this isn't hate on the Bucks. It's just to any person... It's hard to have conversations and honest conversation with them when they're biased about their favorite player or they're biased about their favorite team. When 
I'm trying to give perspective, but it's being viewed as hate. I'm just giving perspective, G. That's it. But this has been another episode of Podcast About Sports. I, I don't even know if I really touched on as much as I want to touch on things, but this has been another episode of Podcast About Sports. I am your favorite sports anchor, The Apex. And I'm pulling no punches, and I'm shooting all shots. Until the next time, yo, one.